Thank you for joining us on episode two of Casita del Sol. Woo, look what came in the mail, girl. Why are you looking like a baddie, though? I know. If you guys can't see, you can just, just check us out on YouTube or the video. Watch the video. There's pros. You get to see our fine selves. I feel like you should film the whole thing with that. For anybody that doesn't know, um, Carla has a lovely obsession with sunglasses, and it's very healthy because she looks bad in all of them. Um, and so... I saw these, which shout out to Covedosa. It's a collab they did with Gleam. And I immediately was like, oh, my amiga needs these. Cause yeah. And why do they look, are they like a pearlized pink? Yeah, they're, like, they're, they're almost like a, um, like a pink amethyst. I, I love this for you. Thank you. Thank you so much for the gift. I love That's them. They're so cute. Um, yeah. So anyways, how was your weekend? Oh my God, girl. Okay. So this is a really good thing. I'm glad you asked that. I am making more of a conscious effort because I work from home, not to work from home on my days off. And so, um, this is now, um, you know, a weekend where I told myself I was not going to work, even though I wanted to work and I had plans to work. That's the funny thing. I gave myself like, Oh, Saturday, I'm going to do this Sunday. I'm going to do this. I did not do any of those things and I actually enjoyed my weekend. So on Saturday, our neighbors came over. I was in the pool all day. I might've been buzzed. Yeah, I was pretty buzzed. Um, and I was just chilling, living life. And then yesterday, those same neighbors invited um, my son and I out on the Delta in their boat. And um, that was pretty wild for the first time. I'm pretty adventurous, but I got into one of those like rafts that they connect to the boat. I saw that. They were moving fast. That was wild, Carla. I was like literally sitting on that with my son here and my neighbor, and she's like laughing with her coarse light, like nothing. And I'm just like, this is the most rush I've had in a long time. Yeah, you guys were moving were so fast. I'm like, holy, they're not going to fly out of there. I mean, I did it once. I'm glad I did it. I mean, I've ziplined and done adventurous things, but that was wild. You literally feel like you are floating on water. It is crazy, but it was great. And the whole time I was sitting there saying, I'm so glad I'm not working and actually enjoying my waking off and not feeling guilty about it. Not feeling yeah. guilty that I slept in, not feeling guilty because again, you know how it is when you work from home, you sometimes it's like, like you get sucked in. You're like looking yes. at that laptop. Ooh, let me go create content or looking. And so to be able to step away, that was beautiful. How was your weekend though? That's lovely. I love that. Thank you. I was just recovering. I was in LA last week. So I was like out and about, you know, I even ended up in a, in a picket line by accident. <laughs> I support where you were were you with Sag Afra? Like Yeah, I the whole time to go one way. I left Sephora and I went, you know, like a total tourist. I was walking and then I got stuck in the in in one of these things and it was like a long lineup and everybody was holding signs. And and I'm like, oh I'm so sorry, Google told me to go this way. He's like, it's okay. We can get you a sign. And I'm like I gotta go though, and I like made a run for it, but I was I in line with them for like a good ten minutes. I <laughs> love so awkward. That. But you're like, but what y'all? Okay, I support y'all. I was yeah. like, hey, I support you, support but I gotta go this way. <laughs> I gotta get home. Yeah. Oh my god, how yeah. was content creating in LA last week? How was that? 
You know what? I didn't do a lot of content creating only because like it, it's it was in um Culver City. So okay. that's gonna be like where I'm gonna be going for work or whatever. So um I was just getting to know the landscape, you know, and getting to know what was around. I Assessing so your situation, right? Like canvassing the area. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. So I I've been learning a lot about the area and like what the opportunities are and you know I, I'm very reflective so sometimes I can be impulsive and sometimes I'm just like I really need to like think about this here yeah but I and that's a, okay like finding yeah. that balance of like I think there are some things in our life that we can be impulsive about I think mm -hmm. this week and me just saying F it I'm not gonna work was yeah. a very impulsive decision because I literally did have a scheduled work yeah. and then I was like it's okay to veer off track sometimes Exactly. Like, if it's beneficial, because I did post exactly. something today, you know, my chingona advice of the day on threads was uh, stay in your lane because you're exactly where you're meant to be. I love that. I needed that to hear. I needed to hear that because that brings me like right into like my situation and how I've been trying to scale and you were helping me for a while there and it was going great. Um... But you have a lot of stuff. You got a lot of stuff going on, right? Like you got a lot. It's a lot. You have it's two businesses, lot. and then I'm asking you to worry about mine. It's a lot. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I feel that, and I'm like, okay. And then I was thinking, we've had so many conversations. You know, it's like the realization that I don't want to scale. Through, I, I think I felt a lot of pressure to be in retail. You know, and I think we all did. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's still very, I think we all still do. I think that's across the board. Would you say for any brand that launches, it's like there is that pressure of saying yeah. it isn't enough to just be a really successful brand that maybe makes six figures from home and is not in retail. Yeah. But there's even, even, I wasn't even chasing it, but it kept coming after me. Like people are like, I want wholesale, I want this, I want that. And like, you know, you're feeling this call to expansion, but like what's tricky where people don't realize when you're small and self-funded, like it's, it, you're asking small businesses to have the infrastructure of like a corporation, like a huge, like Amazon, we, we cannot like, I don't know what the solution is, but it, it was just really overwhelming for me and it was taking some of the fun out of it. So I am slowing down on production on uh, direct to consumer for for Casita candles. So I have I'm having a sale right now. If uh, you guys see something that you want, grab it because there's no guarantees it'll it's coming back. And I'm just like taking it a little bit easier. And people have been coming to me for like more custom projects. And I think that that's a little bit more in my wheelhouse. I feel like that knowing you i feel like that's speaking more to you i feel like that's where you can still be you without the pressure of everything else yeah because i'm realizing you know i'm i'm a lot more of a creative than i am a businesswoman and it's like a lot it's it's more than anyone tells you <laughs> it is a lot more i mean it's even more than i can do these reels and videos and tell people over and over till i'm blue in the face and I think until they're in the thick of it and experiencing it themselves, it's yeah. different. It looks different for everybody. Yeah. And we don't share our, our fails. You know, we only share our successes because it's a business and, and yeah. that makes sense. But 
you know, it's it's tricky. And honestly, I think I just want to be more intentional with my product development. And I, I eventually, I don't want to pour candles anymore, right? Because I'm trying to build like a, a lifestyle where I can live anywhere. That's that's the goal. You're trying to be out there, y'all, giving you the chisme, the wellness, <laughs> everything. And we need to support our friend. Oh, I'm going to just tell y'all right now. Anybody that watches this, we need to support her. We don't need to question. That's another thing. We don't need to question, well, why? Well, why is she not doing this? Oh, oh what could have happened? Because, you know, yeah. the cheese is always like, oh, well, maybe she wasn't that successful. Or maybe it wasn't lucrative. Or maybe. Mm-hmm. No, here is somebody being vulnerable and saying, I just wasn't having fun anymore. I wasn't doing something that was fulfilling. So now I'm going to go do whatever the fuck I want. Excuse my language. Mm-hmm. And do me and be happy. And I think it's so bold and brave because you're doing it saying, I may or may not fail. And that's okay. But I'm going to go do something that I want to do. And I, you know, I'm supporting you. And I hope that your community, the same way they supported you when you launched Casita Candles, I want y'all to support her. God la corazón in this. Because, like, I feel like even just some of the blog posts you've done already now, for me, it's hit home. You know, I read it and I'm like, these are the things, just even your blurbs, like, you know, if you could go back in time and say things, you know, and you had five minutes to tell 15 year old Carla or Michelle a few things, what would it be? And um, it really makes us look deep and, and we're healing our inner ninas, we're healing generational trauma. So I really love that for you. You know, I know that people might say, oh, were there's enough influencers and enough content. But I think that if you're really honing into what makes you happy, there's only one you and the way you're delivering it and how you're delivering your story. We always say this, even in branding, your story is your story and it's different from the person next to you. So I'm here for it. I want to hear it. I support you. I love you. I appreciate that so much. And and it's like, it's not that it was, somebody's like, don't feel bad that it was a failure. I'm like, it's not a failure. Are you kidding me? There's there was so, it's, I'm overwhelmed with the demand, to be honest. It's like too much. Yeah. And I, the other thing is, honestly, Michelle, like, I know people get MBAs for the connections, but having started a business right before the pandemic I have met the most amazing network of entrepreneurs. All of us kind of like stepped up to the plate and an MBA could never, you know, like the, the, the sense of community that I've been gifted. Yeah. I, oh girl, we come from the school of hard knocks. There's no nepotism connections, nothing, you yeah. know, just being heart led and, and, the right people finding you hopefully yeah. carving out your own path and what does that look like and that's what you're continuing yeah. to do right now i know that you know that has been something that's been different for us you know and i've even mm-hmm. shared struggles of like yeah. what i thought i wanted three years ago when i started even a year ago to fast forward to now yeah. and i'm okay to admit that i feel like that's still changing as i grow and scale Um, I still have internal conversations of what I'm comfortable with. What does that look like? The life I want. I remember a year ago, you being in my garage and seeing how hard I work. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was another influence. (laughs) 
I'm like, oh, fuck this. No, 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 no. <laughs> right turn. Um, Hard left. I was about a life that not many people should be about. <laughs> I mean, and that's not to say that people don't work hard. I just didn't always have the healthiest ways of working. I realize that now. Yeah, um, yeah. It's, But it's also what's gotten me to where I'm at. So there's the give and take. I'm okay with that. But yeah. I'm also a little disappointed in myself. Um, because I look at this newer generation, they're working smarter, not harder. And I'm still trying to figure that out. And yeah. so even fast forward to now when you a year ago were in my garage and asked me, what would it look like in five years um, scaling and you being happy? And for me, and I'm going to say this because I'm still on that, the same answer I gave you in my garage is still the same. I don't think I want a warehouse. So many people can't believe that I'm manufacturing thousands of candles mm -hmm. a month in my home studio garage that we've retrofitted to make into a candle studio, right? And we have pouring stations and three of us could work in there at one time. Um, I don't want to leave home. Um, there's various reasons. Um, mm -hmm. I homeschool my son. I have been for a while. Um, we have a structured kind of routine, my husband, myself and my son at home, uh, working from home just affords me a lot of things that I didn't have growing up, um, right. to be, you know, as, as a child of a single mom. So to be right. able to, yes, I work really hard, but be home for my son, um, and then yeah. work with my husband in a very unique situation and then also be able to just roll out of bed and do whatever I want to do. Um, I find a sense of peace in that and it works mm -hmm. for me because yeah. a lot of people are always like, why aren't you in a warehouse and you should be in a warehouse. And then when I think about it, my goal would be um, to hopefully in a few years get a bigger home where I have a little bit more land and I can build uh, my own like manufacturing studio. Um, it doesn't need to be anything big, probably bigger than what I have now, but that is the dream for me. And that hasn't changed because again, it works for me. It works for my vision of what I view as comfortable, successful. And so I'm, I'm figuring out how to get there, you know, and, and I'm okay with taking my time. I think that I was like, I thought this was a sprint versus a marathon. And now, um, you know, I'm really trying to be about the advice that I give. So when I say stay in your lane and don't take any detours, like where I'm at right now, I think I was being very hard on myself. Like, oh, three years in business, I should be here and here and here. And then I'm realizing for being three years in business, I'm in places that other people wish they could be. And they're yeah, five, eight years it. into it. Yeah. yeah. So I'm exactly where I need to be. And, um, you know, I'm going to keep growing and learning and going from there. Currently, you know that we are working on the biggest order to date um, mm -hmm. of my career, and it's come with a lot of challenges. Um, it's both exciting. I don't know what it's going to mean for us. I don't know if it's going to catapult my business where maybe other retail might find us and other big box stores. That's the goal, obviously, for more representation. Like, if I were to be truthful, like, the whole goal of working my ass off and doing these things it's never really been about the money yes I need to make money obviously this is this is my income For your family yeah yeah but it's about the representation and it's about showing our yeah. community like we belong on these shelves and permanently not just yes. once a month not during yeah. the year it's not it's just showing, one of us yeah not just one of us you know, um, somebody told me the other day, 
um, when I said it's sad that two years later, I said it's kind of sad that two years later I'm still the only like Latina candle brand at Macy's. And the person was like trying to put a spin on it, like, oh well, you should be so happy that they're like love your candles and all that. And I'm like, yeah, that's great and everything, but like, why are there like ten candle brands of you know the same ethnicity? Yeah. And then, like, one of me and maybe two black-owned candle brands. And I don't think there's an Asian-owned candle brand. I don't know. It, it It's like, yes, obviously, I love the business. Obviously, it is benefiting my myself. But I don't think it's benefiting our community. And I'm okay saying that. Yeah, I think it's complicated, the relationship with retail. I think a lot of it is is super validating. And I think parts of me were very concerned that it's, like, validating to the white gaze. But I hear also what you're saying is like that representation to see that product on the shelf yeah. like that is also a thing, you know? Yeah. So it, it's a complicated relationship with our like perceived value and external validation and like uh, respectability politics, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, and wouldn't want you, and wouldn't you want to have options? Like I think about it, like, again, I want to tippy toe of what I'm saying because I'm so grateful for my partnership and the opportunity, of and obviously, of, of, of obviously the, the investing back in my brand, like the partnership I have is very much that they're also saying we're investing our DEI initiatives in you because it is helping me as a small business. Absolutely. It's a hundred percent high helping me reach my financial goals. It's also right. helping me create more visibility just for my brand and everything. But then I think about like, I think about the like Latina owned or BIPIC owned products that I buy um, when it comes to like skincare or hair care or even jewelry. I do like to have more than one option. And that's kind of nice that like in the yeah. makeup space, there's several Latina owned brand makeup yeah. brands now. So it's like, yeah. shout out to Vive. That's my lip sticks for my mat. But then I also love Luna Magic, you know? And so I buy a yeah. little bit of this and then I buy a palette from here. I do like that I have like options. There's so many now beautiful Latinas in that space. Same for hair care you know, curly hair products. I love that there's more than like one Latina owned brand now to support. Yeah. So um, I know that we have a beautiful community of Latina owned candle makers. And there are definitely some of them that I would not mind. They won't take away from my shine. I would not mind seeing them in mm -hmm. big box retails on shelves, you know? And so yeah. um, that's what I'm rooting for. Like from a really genuine place, community offered competition. Cause I feel like when one of us succeeds, we all succeed. It helps like the story. It helps the bigger picture. Yeah. I don't need to be everywhere. I need to be exactly where I'm at right now. And um, it's kind of nice. You and I've talked about it. It's kind of nice. Like when we get featured on the same articles, when yeah. we get shout outs, you know, from, you know, big media like Fierce by Me Too and things like that. It's really nice when they are sharing the love. And like, I feel so like honored to be in such a group of like what we oh call candle primas. That, that, like, those were my retail moments. I didn't get like big retail, but those were my retail moments. Those features from the community. Yeah. I'm like, <gasps> yeah. Oh my God, I can die happy now. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's funny because I don't think people realize that I sometimes fangirl over over other candle brands and i'm like yeah. oh my god i'm in the same article with this girl i know <laughs> like, i was like oh my god <laughs> right and it's like i'm like i'm kind of like i'm in good company you know so yeah. it's kind of nice you know it's kind of nice to like 
I don't know. I just get giddy when I see another product like launching in big retail. I'm like, yes. It's like I look at it like a win for our right. community. You know, like, yes, another one I can find in a big box store. Yeah. And uh, you know what I'm really excited about is the emergence of like Latina owned retail or like. So, you know, our Paradiso, they're, they're online right now, but eventually they're going to have a store. Oh, and my really, God. I need to go to New York because I want to check out Chill House and Soho. Um, Imagine that. Like Imagine like a headquarter like that in real life where you literally walk in and see oh, yourself shit. in every facet. To be spoiled for choice, you know, like. That's just, woo. there's so much power in that. Like, cause think about it. Why can't we have our own Sephora Ulta? Like there's yeah. space, you know what I'm yeah, saying? There's space for that where you walk in and it's nothing but women owned, BIPOC owned brands that are curated, their quality, but there's that space for us. And I don't think it's taking away from anything else that exists. I think it's yeah. just adding another thing for us to see ourselves in. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like beauty for the Latina gaze, you know, like it's, it's redone for us and to have, to be catered to like that, to, to have that, like, it's a love language, man. It's a Definitely. love language. Like, here for Definitely. It. I know it's funny how something can make you feel. I know I'm giving a lot of shout outs today, but I tried a new body oil this weekend from Brujita. You know, I love Brujita, right? You so love like, Brujita. I am, I'm a, hey, she calls it a cult for a reason and I'm in the cult, okay? So like, I use obviously their serum, their moisturizer, their other, but she has a new body oil. Girl, I don't know what it is. Like, you know, Lorfato. So I put a few drops last night and last night and then again this morning. And I was like smelling on myself. Like I was obsessed with myself. It is like a blend of Palo Santo and Gardenia. But I felt so, it's funny how one little thing, a few drops of a body oil, because we talk about self-care here. Yeah. I sat there last night and my thoughts just loving on myself. I was like rubbing my skin. I was like, it felt so soothing. I felt so beautiful. It was like crazy. And imagine if we could have that 365 days of the year, like yeah. to feel those things to buy products that are like for us and make us feel those type of beautiful things. and cared for, you know? Yeah. I really thought that we're, there was a lot of, it's a new product they've launched. And I was like, y'all did amazing by the way. Um, it's, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, it made me feel all type of things. Like it's yeah. crazy, but it made me, and I've never used body oil. So that's, that's, what's crazy. I was like, Ooh, body oil. Are you going to feel greasy? Is it like, I never used body oil before. Like I, yeah. I love all my face oils, but this one said, don't use it on your face. It's a body oil. And so I went on YouTube. I'm like, Ooh, do I do a few drops? And I was like, you know, and a few drops and then you rub it in, but it's just, it's, those are the things. Those yeah. are the little things that I just feel like we didn't grow up enjoying yeah scene and then you see all these other races like it's nothing like that's been a thing you know like and they embrace it so like oh it's nothing yeah. to treat myself to this I want to be on that level where we normalize getting facials monthly getting yeah. treatment. Yeah. I want to normalize that those aren't things that we should just get to treat ourselves occasionally mm -hmm. like I want to normalize that 
taking care of our skin, taking care of like how we feel, like our nails, things like that. If you're into it, like let's normalize like constantly doing those things. It's maintenance to feel good. I I feel like would you touching on like like validating um, a lot of femme self care rituals, you know? Because I think in the past it's been seen as Anything too hyperfemme considered is seen as like frivolous and silly or for white people, not for us. You, yes. you can't be silly like that. And and I think we're coming full circle. Like women now, we, we've got the jobs. We have the say in our own personal lives, you know? And for me, my nails are like, uh, look, this one fell off. I've been experimenting with gel X, okay? <laughs> Anyways. No, okay. I want to say that like, I think I put a little bug in her because when she came to stay with me, yeah, I was like, we got our nails done. You got me that, all my nails. Well, now. I told you. Remember, I told you. I said when everything else in life fails, and I look at my hands, yeah. I feel good. Like That's once lovely. a day, just looking at my hands, That's I'm like, shit. I could have no makeup on. The world <laughs> could be crumbling, and I look at my hands, and I'm like, all is better in the world. <laughs> You know, I I think that's so powerful. It like I I've learned a lot about like um, talismans. So people sometimes carry like a specific talisman that you know reminds them of something. And I think like my nails are kind of become that. They're like jewelry that I get to see. You know, that is not for other people to see. It's for me to see. And think okay. of how often you use your hands, like all the time. But Latinos were very expressive. I use yeah. my hands a lot yeah. to express yeah. things. So I think it just makes me feel, I notice that it really messes my mood when I don't have my nails or when I'm like, I notice that it just affects my whole like vibe and my mood and mm-hmm. how I see myself. And you know, for some people, for my daughter, it's her lashes. She could have no makeup on, but my, my baddie always got her lashes because yeah. again, it's whatever makes you feel good beautiful and then instead of chastising each other or the word you said frivolous i feel like i heard that word so much growing up like that's frivolous that's a frivolous expense be more frugal don't do that and then i used it for so long because i was like i need to be frugal that's frivolous and then my daughter realized like frugal like she's the one that's been helping me drop that word frugal like there's nothing frugal about taking a vacation you worked hard for it own it accept it celebrate it boom no need to be frugal on vacation (laughs) yeah Yeah. i mean live within your means y'all okay (laughs) like i'm not telling you yeah we're not yeah live within (laughs) your means but like i think culturally you know when we're talking about like generational trauma a lot of uh, some of that is is financial trauma you know and not understanding um, not being as financially literate as we'd like to be. And it's an ongoing process, man. Like, it's a lot. I think that when we think about generational wealth or generational privilege, like, there's a lot in there, you know? Like, I don't know. Nobody taught me about finances growing up. Like, I think for you it was different because your mom was... Yeah, oh, she was le- definitely me and my brother are, like, the ones, the finance people in our house. But I don't even think it was, if I'm being transparent, it was the pros and cons of what not to do with your money. It wasn't even that we got classes of like what, because, you know, I lost my mom to a very young age to cancer. And I remember my brother always used to get on her towards the last few years of like just spending her money and racking up credit cards. And now I look at my mom like, 
I don't know if she knew she was going to die, but that woman lived her life and went. My mom used to say, para que ahorrar tesoro si el día de mañana no es prometido. So, like, you're, like, saving all these treasures, and we don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. So why not, like, enjoy them? It's like, and where's the balance? It's like, yeah, you don't want to go off and not think about your future financially yeah. and things like that. And, you know, I've shared, like, it's hard. Mm -hmm. It's very stressful being the breadwinner in my family and thinking about my family, running two businesses and thinking for the future. But I also realize that I need to give myself compassion. I'm not going to be broke the day of tomorrow. I tell my son, we're not rich and we're not poor. We're middle class. What does that look like? What does that mean? We, I have those conversations with him because I want him to value money. Those were things that were not discussed with me. I want him to know that we don't mind buying you things. And yes, you obviously have had more than both my husband and I have had growing up, you know. Um, but I want him to not feel guilty about the things that he has. That's yeah. the one thing that I don't want. And I always tell him, I do not mind spoiling you and giving you the world as long as you're appreciative and you understand the concept of money because that's what I don't want is to, for him to feel bad that he has his own room and he has things that I didn't have as a kid that his father didn't have as a kid because he has two parents who love him and work really hard to provide all these things and it's okay there's nothing wrong with having all these things like you know it's just again understanding the concept and because we didn't grow up with that financial literacy or even those those conversations I yeah. think that for me you know um I am thankful that my mom I think more of like her hustle mentality and where she spent money and how she used it my brother has taken portions of that I've taken portions of that I also look at my brother who's blue collar and he's used his money to create generational wealth by investing and buying homes and mm -hmm. I admire that I, I really look up to my bigger brother and hope to one day you know be there yeah. and if I'm not it's okay like I'm learning and and it's again it's giving ourselves compassion learning as we go it's never too late you and I are in our 40s and we're still learning things like we're still learning as we go and figuring out what works for us and mm -hmm. this is really gnarly that we're having this because two days ago I don't know if you ever have conversations like this with your husband but like I walked into my bedroom my husband was folding clothing and I said you know what I realized today my home is enough. I think that sometimes we always like, I get sucked in and like, I want bigger, I want this. And then I walked around and realized I have everything that I need. Mm -hmm. Like if we really put things in perspective and I challenge everybody to do that, to just look at their assess, like assess their surroundings, look at everything that they have. And if somebody to, were really to ask you, do you have everything that you need to coexist, to function in life? I know that I can personally say I have everything I need. It doesn't need to be the biggest house. Um, I don't have the nicest gadgets. It's probably not furnished with the most high-end things, but it's very cozy. I have a beautiful pool, y'all. Pool party. It's very cozy and it's very warm and it's enough for me. Yeah, yeah. And there's a beauty in accepting that and realizing that versus wanting more. Um, yeah. There's nothing wrong with wanting more, but it's okay to also be comfortable. And that's the balance that I think I'm trying to find as an entrepreneur. It's like, I have big dreams and yeah. I want to follow them, but I don't want to feel like it's a rush to get to here, here, right. here in this short amount of time. Yeah. 
because that isn't just it's not just like the lack of of like funding when you're doing it self-funded but it's also the toll on your mental health right like that kind of like high stakes pressure oh this is the question i want to ask if retailers could make things easier for you if you would if they could do something to help you out what would that be to not um treat all of us the same when it comes to having a net 60 term um tell me a net, I'm on a net 60, for those of you that don't know what that means. Um, I do not get paid till a minimum of 60 days after a product is in hands, on shelves, already being sold. That means that sometimes I'm having to front anywhere from three to $20,000 in material and supplies ahead of time out of my own pocket to cover an order. There are things such as purchase order loans and things like that, but they come with interest that you're now having to give to somebody because they gave you a loan. There's obviously running lines of credit, all those things. I have not taken any of those yet, okay? Um, for, for just personal reasons. So if I have had to front the money on my own, bootstrapping it, no grants, no loans, no capital um, yeah. to make this happen. You know, this current order is full transparency, running me over $10,000 in inventory and supplies that I will need to come up and I will not see um, the money for this purchase order till probably November of wow. this year. So that's, that's full transparency. That's the reality. It is when people say, but why can't you change it? I said, this is across the board, y'all. I'm going to tell you, this is not just exclusive to Macy's. So I'm not just throwing them under the bus. Full transparency. This is Nordstrom, Macy's, JCPenney, Sears. This is how most big box retail operates anywhere from net 30, 60, and 90 days. Um, mm -hmm. It's just how it is. Okay. And I wish... I wish that maybe it was viewed more on how big the company is. Can they withhold something like that? It's really tricky because in one aspect, here is me telling my partner, I can do this. Give me these big orders. Give me these POs. I'm going to fulfill them. I can make it happen. Yeah. So they're treating me as more than just a small business, which I do like because I want to change that narrative. I don't want to always stay small, but then I am, not in the position sometimes as other larger brands or companies to have yeah. all this capital or access to capital. So that's where it becomes a little bit tricky. And granted, I've done pushback in the past, but now as I'm growing, I do not say no to anything. I say, yes, I make it work. This is where the sacrifices happen. Mm -hmm. um, and this is where you as an individual have to decide what's more important. Are you able to do this? Is this what you really want? And because I really want this, because I really want to stay in retail and I value this partnership, I am doing whatever I can to make it happen. Right. Do you think that it would be useful, like with their DEI initiatives, if they took into uh, account the net 60 and modified that? Like what if you know they what I mean? are creating better programs? So um, it's my understanding that they have a new program um, for BIPIC um, brands 
where um, you can use their third party to get paid out sooner on invoices. There is a percentage. I haven't explored what that is, but it is a new program that they are implementing. So I do yeah. appreciate that there is that option. If I wanted to get cashed out sooner on an invoice, I believe it goes from 60 to maybe 30 days. I want to say 18 to 30 days. Um, again, I don't know what the percentage is, but you do have to pay a percentage. Um, you know, and if you're okay eating that because you really need the funds, that is a new program that they've rolled out and they've got yeah, shared. And I believe it is focused for BIPEC brands, woman-owned brands, and so forth. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, well, if they want more of us on the shelves, they kind of, you know... That, that I don't of... even think I don't even think that it's they want more. I think that there's brands that are realizing they need to do better. And I'm grateful that Macy's is one of those. Um, you know, I read a lot of like how much shelf space, you know, I think there's a lot of companies that still need to do better. And um, yeah. I'm grateful that, you know, I'm with somebody I'm with a partner that I can wholeheartedly say they are definitely trying to spend the budget that you know, where they're in the millions every year of saying we need to right now, this PO, they didn't have to do this, but this mm -hmm. is part of their D initiative saying, this is how much we're going to give back to this company and this company and this company this year to yeah. highlight them, you know? And so, um, I realized, Oh shit. I just realized that I probably shared already <laughs> something I wasn't going to share, but <laughs> You heard it here. <laughs> you heard it here. I feel like I've been tippy-toying around the 400 stores. So I might as well just share that, yes, it is 400-plus Macy stores. Y'all heard it here. <laughs> um, you know, so, which is very big, y'all, because I'm only in five stores currently. So now... And online. And online, now you will literally come September be able to find me in over 400 Macy stores across the US, including Hawaii. Um, and it's mind blowing because now it's like every little town, places that people have said, Well, is it the Macy's near me? When I looked at it, took me hours to like print out the exports. Um, it's a level of visibility I never thought I'd reach or achieve. Um, mm -hmm. it's wild. I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm super excited. I think until it happens, I'm going to like be in the moment and processing. Cause right now I'm still processing it. Like, what is that yeah. going to look like to be able to walk into like every single Macy's, like even just in my home state of California, it's every single one. Um, what does that look like to see yourself? But for somebody else to see themselves, to see a candle in Spanish with a very resilient word and phrase and meaning. And I was yeah. very intentional about that, y'all. Like super yeah. intentional about that. I shared it with Carla before I shared. Like, I remember when I said, Carla, this is, they're asking for like an inclusive term that celebrates our community. And for me, it was just what better way than that term you nailed it. Yeah. And so I really do hope that my community comes out and our allies and supporters in droves and um, just sells me out. <laughs> I 
again, show her out. Because that's true. The yeah. retailer needs to see that this product moves. So like when this comes out, I need y'all to go to Macy's, yeah. take pictures, tag yes. Hashtag, all of the things. Hashtag Casita Michi, tag us. There's no excuse now. So you, Wisconsin. But Don't like, be lazy. There's no excuse. I literally looked at, I'm in like the smallest towns in like Vermont. So you can't even say, well, you are not at my, I was like, send me the, send me your, your name of I'm your gonna city. I'm going to send you the Google map directions. Yes, and I will show you that I'm in the, and, and I'm, I'm going to show you that I'm in the Macy's near you. But yeah, I really hope that our community comes out as they've been doing for me. And really shows this retailer one our buying power like like we spend money our buying power and that this is a product that continues to be needed embraced and wanted and not just even for our community for our supporters for our allies it's a quality product y'all so um yeah. yeah i'm really excited about this it's it's not coming without sacrifices obviously that i'm sharing today um mm -hmm. but i think that the overall goal and picture, the representation and the celebrating of our culture um, is what drives me to keep pushing through. Mm -hmm. You're doing amazing. I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. I am because you're pursuing uh, your passion project. And mm -hmm. I just love when we get to talk and share and like, just support, elevate, and just root for each other wholeheartedly. Yeah, yeah, we're doing it. We're doing it. We I, are. I, I posted my first YouTube video <laughs> yesterday. It's just uh, me talking nonsense. It's not. It's just like a four-minute introduction thing, and uh, you know the voice. The I think the sound quality was an issue, but anyways, I have overthought that first video so many times. So I decided I'm just going to record it. And if Good. it shits, it's fine. Good. That's the starting point. And um, I talked a little bit about like being first gen. And like, that means that you don't have any blueprint, you know, it's always fuck around and find out. <laughs> so I'm glad, I'm glad you posted it. That's like you being vulnerable and just saying, yeah. this is me y'all. Like, so I can't, I'm going to go watch it. I can't wait. And I need I need a few minutes of nonsense in my life, like, and I'm sure other people do too. We need to get out of the routine sometimes. So that's why we go and we listen to our favorite people because it's kind of nice to like know that real life exists. Like, yeah. I, I, I think I'll speak for both of us. I think this is what we hope to share for our community. It's like, we want you guys, whether it's that 30 or 45 minutes that our episodes go on for, we want you to be able to just detach from whatever it is that's going on in your life that may be hectic or chaotic and we want you to just share with us like this is real life y'all we're just gonna keep talking about like real life because i think sharing all of this especially in our cultura um will help people push through get through realize they're not alone um and these are the topics that we wish we had growing up yeah absolutely i think a lot about how um how we can create like more self-compassionate narratives and like space for nuance, you know, like we're both Latina candle makers. We're not the same people, obviously. <laughs> yeah. 
also like we have casita in our name but we are not the same people yeah our lifestyles you know you're a mom and like i want to be out in in the streets all the time you want to be in your house no i'm just kidding i am actually actually i feel like i want to be in the streets all the time and carla's like i'm trying to get carla out in the streets yeah it's hard (laughs) to get me out of the house y'all i don't know (laughs) i take it back but um there's something about like just connecting to so like i did yoga therapy and one of the things they taught taught us about is like when you're feeling like very um uh kind of spiteful to the world what you're missing is um uh, like in the doshas it's like you're low in one of the the doshas sorry it's um i'm now mumbling fuck um pitta kapha it's kapha kapha and what the meditation that's recommended for that one is like, how can I create love in the world? How can I be open hearted to the rest of the world? And it's about like connecting to this influx of like this river of energy that is just surging through the universe at all times that we're all interconnected through. And to find, to get into that stream and to find love and compassion for yourself and for others that's what that's helps regenerate you, you know? Yeah. Oh so my God, there's so much truth in that now that you put it that way. Because yeah. I notice that I feel better when I'm vibrating and exuding love onto others in a more compassionate way, even just in my tone and my delivery, which I've been really working on over the past few years. Yeah. It helps me vibrate at a higher level. It's a, it's a channel, you know, it's a channel that yeah. we forget to like dial into um, because, you know, it's pro- it's not profitable as capitalism. So <laughs> I'd rather have you working all the time. <laughs> Ooh, you're not wrong about that, but. Um, Anyways, like that. that's our takeaway. That's that's a good takeaway. Yeah. So that's what we're trying to do, y'all, in our own ways. <laughs> we're just trying to love on everybody. <laughs> we really are. I think that's a good way to close today. Just yeah. share, give more love, share more love, love ourselves. Yeah. Love ourselves deeply. I think because I think that when you love yourselves, it shows. Mm-hmm. I think that when you give yourself compassion, you're able to give compassion to others. I try to remember that when I meet people who are like really judgmental and it's always like, fuck, but they're harder on themselves, you know? And I know that. So now I'm like, when I see somebody who's hypercritical, I just have a lot more empathy for them. Yeah. You know? And that's all you can do. I think that goes with any saying people that are judgmental, people that are narcissists, people that are insecure, they're all those things for a reason. But if we change the narrative of how we approach them versus being dismissive of them, you never know who you could reach. You never know who you could tap into or heal for that moment or for that day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And we're all on our own wellness journeys, you know, all of us. Yeah. Well, as always, it's been um, a beautiful pleasure talking to you, sharing with you, allowing me to share. I love you. This is beautiful. Till next week. Yes. Yeah. I can't wait. (laughs) We got more for y'all, y'all. Okay. So don't forget to tune in, subscribe. And what else? Anything else? Um, 
Where can love, they follow you? Where can they follow you? We, I feel okay. like we always got to remind them where can they follow us. Go. That's true. So it's uh, you can follow me at the Carla Corazon on Instagram, uh, Carla Corazon on YouTube, and check out my blog, uh, Carla Corazon.com. Awesome. <laughs> and then you can follow me on Casita Michi on all socials. But um, I'm more active these days on Instagram and threads, y'all. Um, I do a thing called Chingona Advice of the Day. So if you guys are just looking for a little pick-me-up, I am trying to be um, as active and routine as possible in that because I think everybody needs a little pick-me-up. So follow me on threads. And then if you'd love to just see what Carla and I are up to, uh, follow us at Casita del Sol. And yeah, con amor and energy. We appreciate y'all. Bye. Cuídate. Bye.